This is the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, your cheap seat crony, your bench shacky with a beer. My name is Jeff Carr, bringing you the Reds every day. What is going on, Reds fans? Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast for this Monday episode. We have got a lot to get to on today's episode. We're talking Nixon, Zell, Scooter, Jeanette, and the wide-ranging impact it's going to have on the team's early season success. But before we get to that, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on our many platforms. We have iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and as I mentioned last week, our brand new platform app, Himalaya. Just like the mountains, you can subscribe to the podcast on the Himalaya app. Very nice user interface there. Very easy to use. And you can also set it up with your voice activation function on your smart device to where you can just say, play podcast, locked on reds. Very easy and awesome to use, especially when you're driving to and from work where the podcast is best suited to get you through that tough commute. I know all of us have it. So, today's podcast, we have got a lot to get to. The Reds decided on Friday, it was. It was right about the same time that the Bearcats were blowing a 13-point lead in the NCAA tournament, but the Reds also decided to add on to that. They're going to send Nick Senzel to AAA. I felt some kind of way about that when I first read it, but I'll tell you what. I've kind of tempered my reaction with reading some thoughts and some quotes from David Bell, Nixon Zell himself. But then, you know, there's a lot going on here. It's a very mixed bag. And then, of course, the other big news coming out this weekend was that Scooter Jeanette has strained his groin and will be out from anywhere to 8 to 12 weeks. He's going to miss some significant time, and the Reds have a plan with how they're going to deal with that. Now, my first thought, I'll, I'll get to Nixon Zell. The, initially, I was very upset at this because all offseason, and I got some pushback on Twitter from this, but all offseason, we heard from Dick Williams, we heard from David Bell, they're going to put the best 25 players on the roster. Now, when it, when it comes to Nixon Zell, there's a lot of different angles you can view this, and not necessarily in a right or wrong fashion, but there is one way to look at it that is completely wrong. If you're telling me that Nixon Zell has no business being on the Major League roster, then I would like to point you to the many sources on our wonderful worldwide web of scouts' takes and scouts' reviewing his ability to play baseball he's got an above average to plus in just about every category so don't tell me that he can't play major league baseball he is ready for the show that is a completely wrong opinion but the looking at it from the service time issue that's not a wrong way to think about it it is kind of a bummer but as someone put on twitter the other day it's like it'd be a little silly of the Reds to not take advantage of this loophole. Every team has been doing it. I mean, you look right now this year, 
Toronto is going to do it with Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who is absolutely ready to play on opening day, but they're going to give him two weeks in the minors to push back his service time clock. Fernando Tatis Jr. as well, two juniors there, kind of uh, that way. But Junior Tatis in San Diego is ready to play in the majors. He's also going to get sent down for two weeks. So it'd be kind of... Almost, I mean, I, I use this word lightly in this case, but almost irresponsible of the Reds to not take advantage of the loophole with Nick Senzel. The difference that I see with Nick Senzel compared to these two is he's actually older than them. He's 24. So he's had a little bit more seasoning due to injuries and this and that. Time has been pushed back for him. I, I say he's ready. But what got me so up in arms about him being sent down is all season, all off season, we've heard nothing but the best 25 men will be on the opening day roster. And there's just no way you're going to convince me that he's not. I got some folks telling me, well, he's never done anything on a major league. He can't. He's never been up. I mean, he's never been able to play on a major league field. So there's no way that you can tell me that, oh, he doesn't have experience. Well, he doesn't because they haven't brought him up. If, if it was something where they brought him up in September and he went over for 25, then okay, sure, I get it. But when you're looking at him and he's been hurt from some fluke things, it's not something that he's injury prone. He's not injury prone. Get that crap out of here. That's another thing that's wrong. He is a good player who is ready for the show, but this is a business decision from the Reds. So, you know, whatever, that's fine. I get it, and I even like the way that Nick Senzel responded to this because, you know, he could be bitter. He could be standoffish with his answers that the Reds, you know, that them sending him down to reporters, but he wasn't. And I'm going to read you this quote that they had on MLB.com. Senzel said, what's next is that you just move on and continue to get better. It was disappointing, the news, because I took the challenge head-on and learned a new position. I think what gets lost in this is that I had a chance, and this is key here, what he said, I had a chance to win the job, and I didn't win the job. That's how I take it. Scotty did what he needed to do to win the job. That's how I kind of see it. He's played well this spring, and he's got experience up in the big leagues, and he's played center before he played, before, and he's played and he's done a great job. I didn't win the job. So he sees it from a very professional standpoint, and I applaud him for that. He's not taking the low road on this. He's definitely taking the high road. We can only hope he takes the high road in you know, about six years here. But nevertheless, I think it's great for him to view it this way, and we'll see him in two weeks, right? We're starting Nixon Zell watch right now. You know, two weeks into it, he'll be in the majors and they'll be using him in whatever fashion they see fit. And it's not going to be the way that you think. And I'll get to that here in a moment because that has to do with Scooter Jeanette. But a quick reminder today, we are relaunching the Locked On Podcast Network, is relaunching its MLB product. There is a renewed focus through social media and through advertisements of the Locked On MLB network, and it is super exciting to be a part of this. You've got just about every single Major League Baseball team with a Locked On podcast, as well as the Locked On MLB podcast, which will cover the entire league 
15 minutes every day. It'll be a bite-sized sample of what's going on around the league. I highly encourage you to download that podcast so that you can keep up with the league. Doesn't take that long each day to do that. Guys, I want to take a break in today's podcast to tell you about sex. Now, I know that this is a baseball podcast, and in fact, some folks have even said that whenever you want to extend your performance, you think about baseball. But now, there is a better way to do that. I'm talking about Blue Chew. We've got an awesome partnership now with the podcast with BlueChew.com in which you can take advantage of a promotional offer. Just go to BlueChew.com, like the color blue, and put in promo code MLB to try it free today. You just pay $5 to ship and you get a free trial for Blue Chew. It has been said, a friend of mine told me about this, that this is the sort of thing that compares with Viagra, Cialis. It's going to get you back to where you want to be when you want to be there. Again, that is a special offer for the listeners of the Locked on Reds podcast at BlueChew.com. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Just enter promo code MLB for your free trial offer today just pay five dollars shipping blue chew is the better cheaper faster choice and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast today as i had mentioned before scooter Jeanette has been diagnosed with a strained groin he'll be out eight to twelve weeks and reports were it, it happened on saturday this injury reports were that whenever the trainers went out to talk with him, the cameras kind of got him talking with the trainers and you were able to read his lips and he said something popped. That's never a good sign. And when you look at this, Scooter's probably going to be out somewhere late May, early June is probably the target range I would say for him. So the Reds are going to have to do some scrambling. And as I had mentioned in the first half, Part of that scrambling will not involve Nixon's out, at least not for the first two weeks. I really do hope once they bring him up from AAA and the service time thing has been pushed back and we've got that all out of the way, that they will kind of use him in both second base and center field, kind of move him between the two, almost make him kind of like what the Cubs do with Ian Happ. They move him around just to give him at bats. But when it comes to Scooter being out, the immediate plan, at least for the first two weeks, is they will move Jose Peraza over to second base and they will start Jose Iglesias on the everyday at shortstop. Now defensively, this actually sort of improves the team because Jose Iglesias is an absolutely awesome defender. His bat is okay. I mean, he was worth 2.2 wins above replacement for the Tigers last season. So he's no slouch. He's not just some scrub. And, you know, it was pointed out to me the other day, he's not Cliff Pennington or he's not Patrick Kivlihan or he's not, you know, Phil Goslin. These guys that were on the roster to start opening day last year that you're just like, oh, boy, um, do we feel really good with them out there on the field? Probably not. With Iglesias out there on the field, I feel all right. And Peraza, I feel like defensively, he's going to be fine at second base. You know, I think he's going to be at least a little bit better defensively than Scooter. The thing is, we will miss Scooter's bat. 
And that is going to be interesting to see how they replace that because they've got Derek Dietrich, who is a great bat but not a great defender. And they've got Iglesias, who's a great defender but not super great bat. And it's funny because that is the overall thought on Iglesias, but literally the day after Scooter goes down, Sunday's game, he hits two home runs for the Reds in spring training. So who knows? Maybe he comes in and he just tears it up. I really hope that's what happens because they've got, you know, just about two and a half months, I'm thinking. You know, it's almost kind of like a microwave situation where they tell you to cook it for a minute or two minutes. I'd probably lean more closer to two minutes there. I'd lean closer to the three-month timetable when it comes to Scooter because you want him to come back healthy. You don't want him to come back and just re-injure it like that, and then who knows if he even plays again this season. We want him to be healthy for the majority of it. So give him enough time and really see what we've got because when it comes to depth, the Reds have plenty of it. And hopefully Alex Blandino gets ready pretty quickly and then you've got Nixon Zell. There's a myriad of options on the team. It's just once you get past that 14-day window, the wonderful service time issue with Nixon Zell, then things start to open up. Now, the other thing that is interesting is they are really going with 13 pitchers because they have already sent down the guys on the fielding side of the equation that you would have figured would have manned out the five-man bench. Philip Irvin is in the minors, and they're keeping just a four-man outfield of Jesse Winker, Scott Shebler, Yasiel Puig, and Matt Kemp. And those guys will get a lot of playing time. We'll see a lot of at-bats for them. And then the infield is just as you'd expect it with Joey Votto. And, of course, with Scooter going to be on the DL, you've got Jose Peraza at second, Jose Iglesias at shortstop, Eugenio Suarez at third, and then your backup infielders are Derek Dietrich and Kyle Farmer will now get a roster spot since Scooter's going to the DL. And you've got Kirk Casale backing up Tucker Barnhart at catcher. And they're talking about the pitching with eight bullpen arms. And I think it's interesting that they're going this way because I don't feel like, I mean, maybe I'm overly optimistic about this, but I feel like they could get by with seven, but it looks like they're staunch on going after eight. And the guys who are still left in camp who are competing for those last two bullpen spots, really everything is cemented except for these two is between Matt Whistler, Robert Stevenson, and Rwandi Peralta. They just sent down Anthony Bass and Matt Bowman. So it's up to those three. And maybe that means good news for Sal Manu and Cody Reed. Maybe that means that they view them as starters. They want to give them starting reps down in AAA. I mean, heck, the, the Louisville Bats have a heck of a rotation, as is. So... That's going to be interesting to see how they develop in that regard. But it looks like it's going to be Wandy Peralta has pitched very well this spring. In fact, he's given up just one walk in 10 outings. And then it's going to be between Robert Stevenson and Matt Whistler because you want Wandy Peralta in there to be the lefty. So I don't know. I mean, we've got four days until opening day. I'm still super excited, and I hope you are too. That'll do it for the Monday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. I thank you so much for downloading and listening. Make sure you subscribe on all different platforms that there are, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and now Himalaya. Also, check us out on social media at Locked On Reds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. 
And also, I've forgotten until this point to mention this, but go to our website, LockedOnReds.com. A lot of great content going up there. Dave Pemberton has been writing a whole bunch. we got a lot of good stuff up there. His reaction to the scooter situation and Nick Senzel. He's going to have an opening day article up as well as some stuff about the pitching. So I'm very happy with the content that we've got going on at LockedOnReds.com. Definitely check that out. Subscribe to the podcast. Really appreciate you guys. On tomorrow's show, we'll have a Locked On crossover with Locked On Cubs as I have both their hosts in to talk about the Reds' rivals up in the Windy City. Hope you listen to it. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. We're here every single day for you, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.